To the B and ends with it. BS. BS. It ain't hate me. That's the BS. Mike, you, you know what you have done in life, man. You don't, you don't need us to give you that credit. You okay. already know. Hey, hey, that, brother. What, what was it shaking towards me or because y'all didn't accept it for you? No, he, he called us this accomplished. It was everybody. Staff, right? It was everybody. No, no. Yeah. He, he, I, it, everybody getting love. No, right because there. when you give credit, it's super shady, bro. Oh, that's no, what it is. But that he don't like giving. He don't like saying our names. He think he gonna get our names wrong. We call you us guys every day. You know, you never go clap. Let's go. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, you understand? Right, Lionel Richie. Oh, and you and you oh. Teddy or are you Harold Melvin? No, he's Lionel Richie. <laughs> Lionel Richie was in the blue nose. Oh, lordy. <laughs> Mike, there's a lot going on, man. I can't thank so much for coming by. We appreciate you coming on again. Mm. And in this time, you know, in the studio, the last time we had you was still dealing with some stuff, which we still are. But That's right. We're glad to have you. Physical presence. Um, we want to start with Roe versus Wade. Obviously, I know um, when this came about last week. Um, you and again, you're one of the first people I go to when I look at like what's happening. It's a certain, it's a pecking order I have, and you're one of the first people I go to. And I know you was front and center, like this is crazy, and you know we should not be ruining over women's bodies. What's your thoughts on this whole situation? Somebody who's been in that in those political rooms and had those conversations with people. What's your thoughts with this and how they've been trying to do this for many years, and now for whatever reason it seems to be happening. This this is all about power. Let's, let's make sure we're clear about this. This is a old white man mindset of Alito mm-hmm. of believing you should not have the ability to do what you want, period. And this is, yes, it's about abortion, but it's about everything. This is about going after black folk, brown folk, gay folk, everybody. Yeah. And until we recognize that 
this has been a 50-year dance by these cats. Um, and they will not stop until you defeat them playing on the edges. Uh, and this has been happening for a while, right? You look at 2021, there was 109 changes in 19 states, right? Like, these cats are off the chain. Uh, and uh, I still wonder how would men feel if laws were changed on the books to say what you can do with your body? Right. Mm. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I mean, because like, I know we spoke about it before. Me and Kev a couple of times spoke about it. And I was, was saying, yeah. Was this when you were recognized as an impressive individual? or No, no, no. It was not No, no, no. No, no, no. See, like I said, see, that's why. <laughs> but anyways, but no, but like I was saying. The dark so, harmony of whole, Michael Blake. <laughs> yeah, right? um, the whole thing with it, what I was always looking at it, because. Yes, they. I mean, just the way he worded his his um summation about the whole thing about like, oh, I'm thinking that we're looking at the aspect of if it's not in the Constitution, if it's not in the situation, whatever he said, the way he said it mm -hmm. was that it's a way to disrupt everything that was done in the 20th century. Yeah. And the one thing that I look at that really bothers me because I know we had a little bit of talk about that was that. The situation of the Roe versus Wade is that if you sit there and take away the women's rights, first things first, the biggest group that's looking at this is the far right um, evangelist. Um, evangelist. Um, so the whole thing is they're looking to try to put their gospel laws on the books which you know is supposed to be a separation between church and state because those are the only ones who's really looking at trying to say that the womb, you know, the woman should not have abortions. And I have a problem with that because this, we're not supposed, because, you know, Thomas Jefferson and all of them back in the days did not want religion into the states. And that was the biggest thing that he always fought against. And now you look at it, you have so much religion coming into the things like, okay, you go into a federal building, Ten Commandments, money, the money itself, you have in God we trust. You know, if you supposedly have church and state separate, you shouldn't have all those things in it because it's too many different religions and too many different things. If we're supposed to be a quote unquote all inclusive free country. I don't, I don't think it has. I know what you're saying about the religious part of it. I just think like what you mentioned like about power and, it, and it's about taking a peek. This is this is just the start. So if you if you can overthrow Roe Ro versus Wade, then. What's next? Interracial matters? Never. That was a, that was a crime at one point. Uh, um, gay and lesbian rights. That's, that's, can I just jump right in and just say? Let's just take it to the real one. I said the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Let's keep it all the way. You think that is not up there for them to try to take away? Yep. They're taking away Think about what they're doing right now With all the gerrymandering in all these different states mm -hmm. They're literally taking the right For black and brown people To have to fight to vote To the point where I don't know many people Listen, in New York we have a place called Long Island You have to literally go across a bridge And go about mm, Another 30 miles away To another place called Westchester They have now grouped Westchester and Long Island in the same jurisdiction. Well, That's impossible. It makes yeah. no physical... So what? If I live on the water, can I vote? <laughs> like, I don't know. Does the water get a vote? Because this makes no sense. I mean, if you have a really nice boat, you should be able to vote. If you're, if you're right there, right? <laughs> nice yacht. Um, that's a good, good yacht. Um, 
So I think there's a few different pieces. One, you have the framing around how some looked at text law, like specifically what is actually written in the Constitution versus the intent of Congress. And Alito is of this mindset of believing, and I think it's completely wrong, that Congress did not intend to give you all these rights. Mm-hmm. Right. It's foolishness. It's nonsense. To the, 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 the religion comment, uh, as someone who preaches, I agree that religion is used as a weapon. Uh, uh, way too often uh, and uh, the dynamic of Christianity and Judaism and Islamic uh, faith and, all, and Buddhist and all, everyone should have a space to be in the room this is about Christian conservatives mm-hmm. who are trying to use it for their advantage we got to be very specific yeah. about that correct who you know and I always love battling with the Republicans about faith because they're not used to someone who actually understands things I'm like first of all Jesus was a Jewish man of color Right. We got to start there. Like Jesus was not a white man. Right. It's just actually impossible to be the case. Um, Right. Like, I mean, it's just one of these things. And and we think through the dynamics of how discrimination is always being utilized by picking apart a few verses. Mm -hmm. It's because people are not willing to counter back. Now, I do think something that we do not do well as Democrats is when someone punches you in the mouth, you got to punch them back in the mouth. Right. Right. And you have to be very clear that we're in a moment of what's happening now. I always, you know, like to pause and give honor to queens in the spaces, right? Like, we're talking about what's going on with women, and we have a sister here on the panel, right? So, like, for me, um, I would prefer to understand how is this impacting in the dynamic of what's going on. Because we can talk about all the policies we want, but the reality is it's men trying to tell women what to do. Exactly. And that, and that to me, is the, the most absurd and it's old it almost man. makes you feel like a piece of property that, still exactly. as a woman and that's it's a disgrace i mean how long have we been working towards getting away from that you know i don't think that's fair would would men like it if if women were like oh no you're my piece of property no. I'm going to tell you what to do. Now, the pimp, the pimp game I'm going to tell you what haircut is, is, is to do. Far past I'm going to tell like, no. <laughs> no, but that's how, right. they look at, but that's how they look at it. Because remember, women didn't have rights back in the days. Mm. That's right. And then you turn around, you trying to tell her how to control her body. The one thing that I look at this whole thing as well is I laugh at it because it's, it's ridiculous to me. Because if you're telling the person that they're going to have to have this baby by no matter what. You, like, like I was saying, there was another uh, old talk show host, and she still does her stuff there, named Nicole Sandlers. She always said this one thing, um, save the fetus, starve the child. And that, that makes me go crazy because I'm like saying, okay, yes, you're going to save the fetus, but then you don't want to give no health care. Yeah. You don't want to mm-hmm. give no food. You don't want to give. And then if these women having a baby out of rape. Then you're going to have to have some type of psychiatry stuff and everything else, and they don't want to give any Mental of that. Health. So it's and then you know you just look at all this stuff that's compiling on to have these kids. The next biggest fearful thing that I have about that is that if you have these people having kids and can't get abortions, then the next thing you're going to turn around is that okay, too many people of colors having kids. Time for sterilization. Well, well and there's a lot of elements here. So first. Um, it's important for the listeners, viewers, to know that if you choose to have an abortion, it is still legal in this country. Like, do not allow for the confusion of a leaked opinion, because there are people that believe right now that you cannot go down that road, right? Like, they actually think things, things have not changed. Right. And it would be going to the states, right? And, and so that is why there's a lot of funds that are now being stood up in many states to say to women, you want to pursue this, we're going to protect you in that manner. That, that's one. 
Two, it does say a lot that the justices were more upset about a leaked opinion, and I do want to say there is a lot of problem in the process that an opinion is leaked, right. but they were more upset about the opinion being leaked than the actual opinion, yeah. right? Um, and then three, when we think about the sequencing of it all, like this is going to happen at the end of June. <laughs> and so you're in a scenario where this will be the dominant topic uh, going into the rest of this year. And the, the, the irony in many ways is that you have, again, a, a truly wrong decision that is coming down the pike, while simultaneously you have a, a baby formula shortage happening. Right, 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 like it, right. like it's, it's, it's so surreal yeah. that we're having this conversation uh, and what's going on because we are, we are actually saying, point blank, to women, you don't matter. That is, that is what the Republican Party is saying, and and if people uh, are not willing to be that direct. Like, I've never understood this notion. Look, I'm, I'm a cat from the Bronx all day, every day, but I'm very passionate about politics, and I do not understand when folks say, well, I don't want to vote. Well, then who the hell is going to... These are the folks that have messed with you. Right. All these cats, you keep saying, well, I don't want to vote. It doesn't matter. This is what's happening right now, right in front of your eyes, you know, in every possible way. And so, uh, lastly, you know, you have rallies that are happening on, on, on of course, May 14th uh, across the country. Uh <laughs> We have to do more than just rally, right? Um, you have to recognize, again, this is about power. You, you mentioned, Kevin, about uh, interracial marriage. The, again, the irony that Clarence Thomas's wife was texting yeah. repeatedly yeah. to the chief of staff at that time about how to stop the person that won in Joe Biden to become president purely to support an insurrection, yeah. right? Like, again, we are at a space that we cannot keep acting like this is some random movie. Yeah. Because if you think democracy is just available for everyone, look at what's going on in Ukraine right now. You, you mentioned something, and again, you're talking to Michael Blake. Can we talk about the sneaker game for a second? Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm chilling with the Kohan. But I mean, I'm, 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 I have been looking down. That y'all, y'all came very strong. Well, Romeo's got a guy that. Uh, we were Not me though. No, Sorry. This, this is a vibe. This is a vibe. Uh, this is right. a vibe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Listen, I get mine from the store. I don't know about anybody else. Come from the store. Romeo's got a guy that's got a guy that. I want to come back because I want to talk about that because I think sometimes we are in a numb state and you mentioned about the voting. I want to get on that. Michael Blake, Nafi Lounge, come on back.
against the skin. You know what I mean. Natalia Fernandez, a candidate for Bronx Borough President, here with the best team in radio, the 950 Lounge. We're back on the ride, 950 Lounge. treat it from the, the back end. You know, I, we would always say, find your why. Right. Right? People like to be happy. Mm-hmm. People like to be entertained. People like to feel better. Right. Uh, if I'm watching the Met Gala, I'm seeing what artist is at the game. I'm seeing all that. It, you just feel better about that. It is, you could have nothing going right in your life. Right. And all of a sudden, you see your favorite artist turning up. You're like, oh, everything is all good. Right. But like, wait a minute. Yeah. You don't have a job. You got no car, no house, right. nothing. But yeah, everything. But my but my IG is rocking. Oh, okay, all that, yeah. that. You know. And so at the end of the day, um, we 
don't treat policy in that way because folks don't feel like anything is making me feel better from what you're doing. Even though it is, Mm -hmm. we do a really bad job of making that connect, right? Uh, And so in this moment, you know, people driving around, things things are truly better in this country. However, when gas prices are going up, then folks are like, well, man, I'm not really feeling all this. Inflation, right? everything. And then, and then it's hard to process anything else. So what we have to do is be much more practical of saying, like, look, things are not perfect, but they're better. Right. And, and, and I would say President Biden would say this all the time about, you know, the former president. I don't say the former president's name because he's a conflict. But um, <laughs> uh, in that vein, right, right, I'm just saying this a little bit, right, is, you know, do not compare me to the almighty, compare me to the alternative. Right. And you have to remind people that everything you do in your life is impacted by policy. Right. Literally everything. But you got to make it more practical on the ground, on the block, because I think if we don't, when we get to November, what are people going to be remembering? They're not going to remember that Biden truly saved the economy. They're going to remember, oh, my gas prices are high. They're going to remember, like, my money's not going as far as it went. And they're going to blame who they seem to be in front of them. Mm -hmm. At the same time, they'll talk about what's what's, what's good, what they think is good. Last thing, I know you want to say something, but last thing is, like, the the com- the combination of what's going on in politics and in Black America is very concerning to me because you have uh, you have some candidates who are clowns. You got one that's running in Pennsylvania right now, a Black woman oh. uh, who's running for U.S. Senate, who ha- has said just truly absurd things over the years. Just uh, like oh, gay people. You are, she said something along the lines of everyone does not have equal moral rights, right? Just internalize that, right? And she is currently third in the polls, and she's only about four points behind Dr. Oz and David McCormick. Um, you, when you have Herschel Walker, Jesus who lies about did he actually graduate, where did he actually live, any of these different things, being competitive in a U.S. Senate race. The man who right? that he's got multiple personalities. Like, it, 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 it demonstrates where we're at, where people feel like, I'm happy to be entertained rather than to be actually better. Right. My question, just like you said, it's easy to blame the person that's in front of you but instead of blaming the person that preceded that person. But a lot of, they did, um, I was watching um, CNN, and they did a poll with people that did vote for Biden. And they asked, would you be vote for Biden in, in, in the next couple of years? And a lot of them said no. And they said, well, why would you not? Well, because of this, because of that. But then um, the lady gave a flip side. The reason why Biden, Biden took the job, he knew what he was dealing with. But it's easy to blame the person that's in front of you instead of the person that preceded him. That's right. Well, and well, you also have a scenario where you're not comparing the president to a Republican candidate at that mm. point, right? Like, so people are just like, well, I'm not feeling what's going on, so I'm going to blame who's right in front of me. Because right? it's easy. Because that's, that's the easy thing yeah. to do. Uh, but, you know, I, I do think when you're in a scenario where whoever the Republican nominee is, they're going to have to defend all of this foolishness, right? Like, we're going to get to a space in 2024 where a Republican is going to have to get up for the sake of where their party is and say they support this foolishness of Roe v. Wade. They're going to have to get up and say, you know what? It was Biden's fault what happened with Russia and Ukraine. Like, absolute absurdity that the common sense person can be like, oh, I can't get down with. But 
what we have to do, well, first, you shouldn't just watch CNN. You should watch Next Level Sports and Entertainment. But, you know, that's my plug right there. But, you know, but, like, in, 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 in that zone, NLSC.com. But we'll come back to that. But if you want to um, do, like, how we have to communicate with folks, we got to make it real plain, right? At the end of the day, you have a Republican Party right now that is saying, if you are not a straight old white man, we don't care about you. That, that is truly what they're communicating, mm-hmm. right? And, and you have to make it that crystal clear. Like, if you are not in this category, to the point it was already about 25 minutes, they are saying, we are fine taking your rights away. And I don't care if you have $5 in your pocket or $5 million. No one ever wants to be in a scenario where someone else is taking their right away. So, Mike, why right. can't the Democrats just say, just like you said, well, why do we dance around? Because I think we overthink policy and presume people will just understand it. Right? Uh, as opposed to just like, yo, let me, let me be real clear with you. Uh, like, it's okay. How'd you make more money last year? Because we could put, you know, uh, the, the, greatest, the greatest cut to child poverty in the history of the country happened under Joe Biden. Now, folks be like, oh, well, well, Democrats didn't do anything. Well, who the hell did that? He's he Democrat, right? Yeah. You know, but I think we, again, we, we allow the other side too often to dictate the terms. Exactly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you got to be much more. And I also think, um, I'm going to add in race and gender in this. I think that, obviously, we are much more diverse than the Republican side. Mm-hmm. And too often, we have been conditioned in this country that, it's wrong to speak up, right? It's wrong to push against the system. So even though the system is doing everything against you, you know, don't, don't rock the boat, you know, because they're going to come after you. They're going to do something to you. They're going to do all these things that are bad against you. No, but they're the ones doing it. Well, but, you know, just, just chill out. Mm-hmm. You know, just fall back. Uh, and I think now we're in a zone where, you know, again, I think this year in 2022, definitely 2024, you have to compare people to who they are. Mm-hmm. See, the thing is that I look at, is I agree with you what you're saying. The thing that I look at a little bit extra is that the Democrats are looking at the old ways of playing the game because they're looking at shaming. And I'm like saying, how can you shame the shameless? Because there's no more such thing as shaming like anymore. Yeah. The yeah, it's no more shaming anymore because these guys, because I mean, Donald Trump wasn't the problem, he's a symptom. And he came in after the Tea Party and all of them got established. And now he showed them another level that, hey, you can lie and deny and still go ahead and get the people that you want. And that's what these guys are doing now. Yeah, but and that's why making it again entertaining and change democracy, you know, First Lady Obama is doing the, the when we all vote, doing the, the culture of democracy summit in L.A. Uh, in June. Uh, and it's going to have a lot of entertainers. It's going to be live. It's going to be a Bank of America State in L.A. Why? Because you, you got to make politics live, right? You got you to show people, hey, this actually matters in your life. Uh, and that it's not some just boring, random topic that you see uh, on TV here and there. Uh, and that there are consequences. And look, I, I think, again, we, we, if, you make it, if you make it clear on the block, like you talk this on the block, yo, there's a consequence if you act up, mm-hmm. right? That's how it has to be right now. There is a consequence if Republicans take control. 
Correct. This is no longer like I'm wondering if this is going to be bad. It really not going to be that bad. No, this is going to be all, all, all kind of Armageddon. But, but is it Why, really? You, you, with me, you, you with me right now? I get what you're saying. Is, is it really, though? Know? Because it's like they're, yes. they're getting away with, uh, uh, excuse my French, they're getting away with bloody murder at this point. Well, that was very, that was very nice. I thought I mean, yeah, I'll get ready right to there, let it go. I, mean, I, mean, I, I, I say it like that, but they're getting away with bloody murder. They but, get away with anything. They, they can. But, you but, got dummies doing dumb stuff getting away with it. You got people doing more dumber stuff and getting away but, with that. I'm but, just like, but it, what do you It's not do? necessarily getting away with it. I know, so if you're going to come down. Yeah. It's not getting away with it. Right. It's a mindset in the Republican Party that if they agree with it, it's not getting away with it. Because for them, in their mind, I agree with this. Mm-hmm. They truly, and this goes back to media, they have been conditioned that okay. this is fine. Now, at the end of the day, the consequence of not letting someone get away with it is beating them. No, I hear you. But now, for instance, mm-hmm. they're subpoenaing people to come in, and Republicans are like, no, nah, I'm not coming. Do something with me. I don't care. And they're not doing nothing. So oh, that's not true. I mean, they're being held in contempt. I mean, they're held in contempt. But where are they going? Nothing. They're still doing their regular jobs. They're still doing their regular lives. Well, you're not doing a regular job if you're held in contempt. That's illegal. I mean, then right? They, they should be going to jail. Well, then at the end of the but, day, then the authorities have to pursue. But, but, but that's what I mean. So I'm gonna just bring this back to the pandemic for a moment Absolutely. because you know we're talking about rights. Okay. So during the pandemic, you know, you had these mandates. You know, and everyone in the city who's a city worker was mandated um, to get vaccinated, right? And everybody has their own belief system, whether they should or, you know, and shouldn't, whatever. I think everyone's entitled to that. But to mandate everybody to to do something that they don't want to do or believe in, and then no one's really speaking out about it. Everybody's just complying rather than speaking on their true feelings it's just showing how much control is happening from our own government and it's quite unbelievable how many people did not even really come forward to step up to the plate to express you know how they feel in regards to the situation yeah and it was a a huge um event that affected the entire country but at the end of the day you know we were talking about women's rights and and whatnot but that all ties into the same thing in a certain sense because our choice is not there or people are the lack of people even choosing to stand up for themselves is not there because they think that the government controls everything. I feel you. So I think the, 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 the premise point of control, I hear that point. Mm. Um, my, my counter on that as it relates to the vaccinations Mm. is who, who has kids here? Anybody got kids? None of us. None that I can claim. Uh, yeah, not you. Can. All treaty family. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and still. Oh, help me, Jesus, right now. Okay. Um, for well, for your nieces, nephews, godchildren, etc. Um, they had to get vaccinations to go to school. Yes. I. I I have not seen the parental uproar about that. Um, if you travel internationally. A lot of places, you actually have to get particular shots mm-hmm. to go there. Right. And so, to me, the argument that was being made was certainly not about the science, mm-hmm. right? And it certainly wasn't about 
have you agreed to the government saying you need to do these things? It was a argument around, I don't believe you should be telling me what to do because Trump, the Republican and the party have created a dynamic of being told that you don't have control is bad mm-hmm. because we have all ceded control for what we thought was the greater good. We do it every single day. Yeah. So to me now, if someone says like, like you look at Kyrie, if someone's like, I don't want to get vaccinated. Yep. That's your absolute choice. But there are consequences, consequences. right? There mm-hmm. are consequences because if, if you're making a decision that the health of others does not matter in a pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think it's different if it's like a common cold or something like that. We're talking about like something that's like truly killing everybody but, off. Um, but here's the problem. It, not consistent throughout the U.S. Do you know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is, for instance, you live in New York City, Mm -hmm. you have to be vaccinated in order to even work. You know what I'm saying? You go to Westchester County Mm -hmm. and some people are, I mean, they weren't even pushing it as hard as they were in New York City. Do you think that that's fair? It is. I mean, because that's the consequence of elections, right? Like, Okay, I get I get what you're saying. Okay, like at at the end of the day, right? Like it's it's hard for me to in this specific instance to wonder what is the truly genuine pushback when we have regularly accepted the government telling us to do when it comes to healthcare, Mm -hmm. as relates to vaccinations. It'd be, it'd be different if it was like, man, you know, I've never gotten down with it. Okay, well, then you do what you got to do. But I also think in terms of when we say, uh, you know, across the board, different jurisdictions. Yeah, you know, different leadership made different decisions. I would much rather be in a New York than what was going on in Florida and these other states where their decision, they fully understood more people are going to get sick and likely die from that. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I hear, I hear the point. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, look, it, there's a variance, right? There's always going to be variance when it comes to policies. Um, and mm-hmm. that, that is the, the, the beauty of us living in a democracy right now. See, the other thing that you got to look at as well is this. This was a worldwide pandemic. And then on making the things, think about like when they had smallpox, when they had the Spanish flu, they made sure that everybody had to get vaccinated no matter what it was, you was going to get vaccinated because it was a mandatory thing that was made by the government. And it's just one of those things that, you know, safety, safety first to see what happens from it, especially when they did it. But it was just that, like what Michael said, was that it was just a lot of different, different narratives that was put out. And then what made it kind of harder was that you had the top of the, the top of the list telling other things that was just not really being pushed. This is being pushed out more than what it should have been pushed out. I mean, I mean, again, let's 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 add in the dynamic, right? Right? right. Like, no, I can't say that. When you have a white supremacist in chief, which is what the former president is and was, literally lying to people for the sake of trying to win an election. I mean, let's just make sure, like, yeah. we, we just got to no. just tie it to where it was at, right? Correct. Where, and this is why I'm, I'm acknowledging the point, right? Mm-hmm. This man was telling people not to do these things, but then when he got COVID, he got the best treatment in the world. Facts. Right, like, like, I, I, like straight up, like, like, no. like, got everything possible, but then it's telling people, don't go do these things. Because of the concern of 
I don't allow you or want to allow you to believe that government is good because it's for his benefit. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, and, and, and I think that is the, the broader dynamic that's happening here. Uh, one, two, like. I, I look at when I'm on the train, like I'm still that kid. I have it in my pocket. I have my mask, my K95 and thing like that. Mm-hmm. Like there's not a good health argument that someone's going to make about why wearing a mask is bad. Right. I just, there's really no good mm-hmm. health argument on that. If someone's like, I don't want to wear a mask cause I don't want to wear a mask. Fine. But then understand you put yourself in a position, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's the, the seating of control and that's the seating of the dynamic. But I think it does go back to, I think it's all entwined around, Roe v. Wade voting. This is about power. This is about people feeling like you, whatever that you is, are taking my power away, and I'm going to reject that. But again, 99% of the time in your life, you've already been ceding it to someone else. You see that when you talk about the cars you drive in, you know, the schools you go into, the places you live in, like you have made a decision that you believe some collective can make a better decision because they will have more information there. So that's what I'm saying. So like we we do it every single day with the belief of the greater good. Correct. Right. So if we do believe that, then if you're in a scenario of like if the like what I would hear, well, we don't want to have the vaccines because you know, you know, black folk can get sterile. Yes, I, I understand what happened in Tuskegee. I understand how I understand the history of it all, right? But again, you gotta assess facts with reality and ask yourself who's pushing these messages. Right? Mm-hmm. And it was people who understood I'm gonna push the message for the intent of dividing up black and brown folks so that you all will stay in this space so that we could have a chance for success. We'll take a quick break and keep this thing moving. Michael Blake, Nafi Lounge, come on. Let's just go right. Let's just go right back. There's really no good mm-hmm. health argument on that. If someone's like, "I don't want to wear a mask because I don't want to wear a mask," fine. But then understand, you put yourself in a position, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's the the seating of control and that's the seating of the dynamic. But I think it does go back to. I think it's all entwined around Roe v. Wade voting. This is about power. This is about people feeling like you whatever that you is, are taking my power away, and I'm going to reject that. But again, 99% of the time in your life, you've already been ceding it to someone else. You see that when you talk about the cars you drive in, you know, the schools you go into, the places you live in, like, you have made a decision that you believe some collective can make a better decision because they will have more information there. If, if, so I, that's what I'm saying. So like we, yeah. we do it every single day yeah. with the belief of the greater good. Correct. Right. So if we do believe that, then if you're in a scenario of like if the like when I would hear, well, we don't want to have the vaccines because you know, you know, black folk can get sterile. Yes, I, I understand what happened in Tuskegee. I understand how I understand the history of it all. Right. But again, you got to assess facts with reality. And ask yourself, who's pushing these messages? Right. Mm-hmm. And it was people who understood, I'm going to push the message for the intent of dividing up black and brown folks so that you all will stay in this space so that we could have a chance for success. We'll take a quick break and keep this thing moving. Michael Blake, Nafi Lounge, come on. Let's just go right, let's just go right back. We'll keep this thing moving. Sugar boom boom. I'm chasing dragon. This dragon's got my hand. Sugar boom boom. I'll rob him people. 
Substance on some for y'all. She lit the flame as I inhaled the dragon just a hook. Sugar boom boom, I'm chasing dragon. This dragon's got my hand. Sugar boom boom, I'm robbing people, but I'm an honest man. Sugar boom boom, I'm chasing dragon. This dragon's got my hand. Sugar boom boom, I'm robbing people, but I'm an honest man. It's three days later and I haven't been to work. She's left me stranded with cold chills and violent church. Thinking of a come up quick so I can feed my habit. I saw this guy at ATM, now it's time to chase that dragon. Ran up on this Vato as he gets close to his car. I was in full stride when the cops rolled by. Hit this vato with my ball. Sugar boom boom. I'm chasing dragon. This dragon's got my hand. Sugar boom boom. I'm robbing people, but I'm an honest man. Sugar boom boom. I'm chasing dragon. This dragon's got my hand. Sugar boom boom. I'm robbing people, but I'm an honest man. This is Royal, and you listen to the best team on radio, 950 Lounge. We're back on the ride, not be loud. We chopped up the mic away on a fair subjects. Um, and during our break, Steph and Mike had a conversation. Let you lead the way, Steph. Please, floor is yours. Oh, no, I no, mean, uh, you know, <laughs> this is it's a it's a touchy subject, you know, with everyone having so many different beliefs. You know, I just think that. The entire U.S., I mean, along with the rest of the world, have gone through so much. And then to all of a sudden say, oh, pandemic is done. We're done. We're over with. Okay, no more of this happening. No more, you know, mask wearing, whatever. I mean, you still have to wear it on public transit. But it's kind of like, what just happened here? What happened here? It was a big thing for like two years and now, boom, gone? Why? Why? Because it's not gone. Numbers are up, apparently. So it, it, it then becomes a question as to what is this really about? 
is it about the power in the background? Is it about the American people and or the people in general around the world? Like it's what is it? I feel like so many people are just ignoring the fact that there's something larger happening in the background and people aren't really speaking any speaking up in regards to what is happening because you know it's like everybody just wanted to quickly get back to some normalcy and then we're back to some kind of normalcy all of a sudden it just seems so bizarre to me you know like and and people don't question those things they don't ask what's going on i feel like we're just so uh, what what's the word um so conditioned d- no so no, no just sidetracked by social media you know even regular cable news there's so much happening and well, people are not looking network, so yes i know which yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah okay like sports and entertainment <laughs> yeah the only black-owned sports network in the country. We'll keep, keep going, keep going. I don't really know what I'm going, getting at, <laughs> to be honest no, with you. No, no, but but what I'm saying is my concern for, yeah. you know, the general public and the decisions that we're making and not being conscious that, you know, of, of what's actually going on. So, so I'm, I'm intrigued, and I also saw the head nodding. So what is it that you believe is the underlying thing then? Because you actually shook your head that you don't think it's about the American people. So like, what, no, it's not. What, I, what, what, it what it is? isn't. It's. I just feel like there's a lot of political agenda on everything, you know, and a lot of brainwashing and conditioning society in general to think that certain things have to be a certain way, and it's not fair. Like me, I just. I'm not going to go into certain things. I feel a certain way and I make my own decisions a certain way and I feel like I have that right to do so without being, you know, looked at differently. But then again, you know, it's 2022. You know, people are always going to have something to say. It's okay, Mike, we'll be here, okay? Yes. No, I I, I, I will respond. Thanks, Kev. I I mean, I will respond, but I just, because I could see... but, but, no, 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 Because I'm, I'm literally, because I, oh, I, I, I could see there was an agreement without saying, so I'm like, I am truly trying to understand. We go this every week. No, I like that, but like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, like, what, like what, is, what is this, un, what is the underlying that you think is happening? I just, I mean, it's, just, it's politics. They don't care about the people. Exactly. There was a social cleansing. That's what the pandemic was. Too many people on the earth. We got to figure out a way to get rid of everybody. Easiest way to get rid of everybody cause a pandemic, clear out over, what, 730 something thousand Americans. We went over a million. Oh, we went over a million now in America? Yeah, we're over a million. In the world? No, in America. 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 Oh, so America's over a million, so that means everywhere else is probably, what am I, another two million, something like that. So we've lost three million people in two years, basically. Social cleansing. The governments knew they had to do it. There's too many people here. 
can't afford to have everybody here don't have enough food for everybody yeah yeah absolutely think about it who, who do you take off who do you who's the easiest group of people you take off to alleviate the system people that are riding on the system who was the pandemic set for those who are seniors who did it take off the system several seniors but you're saying that you think it's somebody creative this is a creative oh no it's a planned event yes Obama absolutely. said in 2016 when he left in four years you're gonna go through another pandemic please be prepared for it okay let Mike ask Okay. <laughs> Am I wrong? I know he said it. Though. Hot seat. Um, I will lovingly say the way you just framed it is absolutely inaccurate. I agree with that. Okay. So you. So I, I, I I'm, glad, I'm glad you just acknowledged what you just I, said was wrong. Well, he did say it. Though. He said that there will be future pandemics in four years. But he did say four he years. He said though. there'll be future pandemics for so let's make sure let's make sure we are right, actually, I'm gonna go back and check that then I'm as the person that worked for the president I'm telling you what you just said was not right right, right? so so I think there's a deeper dynamic uh, if there's the sentiment I'm, I'm not going to disagree with the sentiment if the sentiment is social cleansing the numbers would not justify that right like we're talking about 340 million people that live in this country, a million that were lost, that were overwhelmingly lost because of horrendous Republican policy. If, if it was really about social cleansing, why would Biden change the policies? Right? Like, if, if, it, was, if it was truly that, right? Like, there'd be no reason for vaccinations, there'd be no reason for... Well, what mass- about Big Pharma? Big Pharma existed before this. Yeah. No, not, but they're continuously making millions. But but but, but the but the sent. That's why I want to be, and I'm, I'm respecting it. If the sentiment and the concern is entities that have been making money that I don't like, I honor that. But do I believe that the underlying reason for COVID was a social cleansing? Absolutely not. Right. right? But do I think that the dynamics? Are a lot at play. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, I think we. I think it's a very clear black and white, right? Like you had you had a scenario where one party and one leader actively tried to tell people to deny the reality of what was happening. Now we we talk about global social cleansing. The argument that's being made. Uh, there are many countries. I think North Korea had like its first COVID case they announced mm-hmm. like this week, right? Like mm-hmm. so, yes. And there are many countries that had zero cases for months mm-hmm. because they went on immediate lockdowns. And that now, when we talk about what's happening here in, in the in the city in the states, like I, I think a lot of folks um, there were mental health issues that emerged when people are sitting at their in home for two months or two years rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think you get to a point where uh, folks were like, look. I want to get back out. I don't think it's I don't think it's healthy for people to sit in their houses all, all day long. Mm-hmm. So then you have a scenario like, well, how do you get back out? Okay, well, you get vaccinated, uh, and or you wear a mask. And if it was about trying to harm the people, uh, it wasn't just seniors; it's people who had deeper respiratory issues and other things like that, right? Like these vaccines were for free. So I, I do think there are elements of the system that are bad, right? Hundred percent. I'm not disagreeing with that, but uh, I, I think uh, I think that the sentiment that the two of you are sharing 
which I respectfully don't agree with, but I acknowledge, is rooted in we as a society have led to people to feel like governments don't care about you. Mm. Like, to me, that means as someone who is in politics, I have failed you if you do believe that multiple global powers came together for the intent of killing off a bunch of people to control what's going on here. Right. I, because that means we've allowed that sentiment to exist, even though so many things are happening that are actually good for people. Um, that, that's the deeper dynamic that's there. But I honor what's being said, right? Because millions of people believe that. Right. But like there are people, millions. It's not a few. Like this is like there are many people that truly believe what was just yeah, said yeah. Um, itself. Right? Yeah. Casualty of war. That's what they are calling it. Well, yeah, I mean, look. I mean, you. you and, and again, this is how media is intertwined with institution. Like you look at what's going on in Russia, Ukraine. Right. Like there's enough examples of Russians who are straight up like, oh, the Ukrainians are the ones attacking us Mm -hmm. because that is what has been communicated. Right. Right. right? And I think that's very similar here. Right. There's a similar dynamic of you all have not done what it is to be done to help us as a people. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. You you, you don't give us quality food. Don't give us quality schools. You know, we have poverty. We're not making money. The big 1% is always winning, right? And, mm-hmm. and so we create that dynamic um, that's mm-hmm. there. But I want to honor the conversation because, like, if there's, no, if no, there's yeah, more. If there's that's more, why it's a conversation. Yeah, because, see, yeah, yeah. see, my thing is that I look at it is like this, and I understand where you're two coming from. See, yeah, because, see, I understand where you're two coming from with that. But my, my aspect of the whole thing is, is basically the environment because the environment is changing. And, you know, like with the melting of the polar caps and all this other stuff like that, you don't know what other diseases are coming out that's spreading around. Well, there's, always, there's always diseases that have been happening. I mean, let's yeah. think about, well, let's, well, one, let's make it real practical, right? Like mm-hmm. the last few times that I did the show with y'all, we did it over Zoom and video. Like, yeah. We get to a point where folks are like, we want to get back out again. Right. Right. That's yeah. just the reality yeah. of human beings. Mm-hmm. That's one. Two. When SARS and everything else and H1M all was happening mm-hmm. and folks and this goes this, now this is a racial comment that, of discrimination that we've allowed when folks would see the East Asian community wearing masks other places mm-hmm. they're like oh they crazy yeah yeah they crazy I mean why, why the hell are they wearing these masks right. let me tell you something I go on these trains I wear my mask yeah mm-hmm. right because I, I don't exactly I don't know <laughs> yeah I, I want to live yeah and I'm in a car <laughs> <laughs> and, and so in that dynamic yes um. I do think one way we help turn the tide of the sentiment is if more of the profit went back to the people when these pandemics happen, right? Because then folks will start feeling like, all right, y'all not just doing this to make money and and to kill us off. There is obviously a a, a pimping of poverty that we know Mm -hmm. has existed for centuries, right? So uh, we're not not lost on that. Um, But I do think it, ironically, it goes back to what we've been talking about the whole time. Yeah. The perception of control and power yeah. is rooted in everything we've talked about right now. Yeah. Of, I feel that Yah, whoever the Yah is, don't give a damn about us, right? And so because of that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna push back. It always comes back to who's on first, no doubt about it. Michael, we can't thank you enough, man. This, this is, again, <laughs> You know, bro, listen, I, I reach out, and when, you, and when you got time, you come through, because this is what people need to hear. This is the food, this is the gourmet that people need to eat, because, again, there are people who are intelligent, educated, and they still believe in this stuff, and we need somebody with common mind, common 
conversation to break it down mm-hmm. real quick. But he, I was, yeah, much, we like, like you said, we definitely need to speak on it. But you see, politics is a never-ending conversation. You could go, you could go on constantly, twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. It's trying to come to a neutral ground. And that's the problem with Democrats and Republicans and, and incumbents. They can't seem to come to a common ground. Before we get out, it comes down to being people, okay? Um, whatever your political party, that's always going to be a conversation, right? But being people, this is something that affects everybody. Brown, yellow, green, whoever you are is affected. But also, one more thing. Okay. I, always, I always felt this between the Democrats and Republicans. Even the Democrats go against the but the Republicans seem, even if I'm a Republican and Michael's a Republican, Michael's I'll just use an example. My, me and Michael are Republican. I don't agree with Mike said, but I will go with him because that's my party. Well, Democrats go would still go stay with it though. Mm-hmm. Why do you think Republican? What do you think the real reason Republicans stay together? Personally, I think it's it's like a gang. But because of what? What do you gain when you stay together? Power. And the Democrats seem to, like, um, for instance, what's the guy from Virginia? Um, Joe. Man, man. He's like, he's not going. He's a lot of people say he's not going with the grain. But yet, but Republicans, regardless, they don't like what what's going on with with what the next person's saying. They go with the grain. But Joe, then later on, you hear them on back mics. Oh, I don't agree with what he just said. You know? Well, Joe, Joe Manchin and, and Kissam, they have power because we're at 50-50. And this, again, this is why elections matter. Mm-hmm. If Dems were at 51 or 52 or 53 seats, so they, wouldn't, they wouldn't be mad. wouldn't even matter, right? And so, like, yeah. I mean, that's why it's all intertwined uh, right there. Mike, again, we can talk all day, but we've got things to do. It's a 24-hour game. This network you've been kind of huffing about. Give, give, tell us about the network so people can find out and they can yeah. get involved. Um, what is what is kind of huffing about? What, what was that? You see what we say now? You see what we say now? Kind of. I'm just a part of the show. I'm not in his mind. Kind of huffing. What, I mean, what you see what I'm saying? You yeah. see? <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> now you see what? Not, no, we do. We, we definitely do not say kind of huffing at the Medill School of Journalism. I'm going to tell you that right now. Now some people say puffing. Yo, no, Lordy. Okay. No, man. I mean, it is legal. Okay. Program. <laughs> um, uh, Next level sports and entertainment, uh, owned by Andre Gudger. I serve as president. We're the only, we're the first ever and only uh, black-owned national sports TV network in the country. We're in nice. 22 million homes, uh, U.S. 106 million homes globally. Uh, we launched an HBCU lacrosse league. Uh, they just completed uh, last week. Delaware State won the championship. Uh, football, basketball, billiards. Uh, if you're in New York, you can watch us on Verizon, AT&T, Directv. Dish or you know, nice. uh, so if you go to nlsc.com, uh, you'll find more information. Or it's next level is our IG. Uh, and when you said how to stay in touch with me, you know, Mike Blake 1922 um, is the IG. Mr. Mike Blake on Twitter. Uh, we, we, we got some more things that are coming uh, down the pike that we'll talk about uh, soon enough. You know, that'd, be, okay. uh, that'd be a good cliffhanger right I, there. I, I, I want to say a proclaimer, I, and I, he always would say disclaimer. 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 Whatever. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. You understand what I'm saying? That's better than that's, that's better than huffing. Huffing. Yeah. 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 Y
50 lambs are gonna be on this network. I mean, hey, we, we, we let's, let's put it out there. I mean, y- y'all I don't make deals, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know it was gonna make deals. You asked me about a deal during the commercial. <laughs> oh, no, okay, okay. Sometimes things gotta be put in front of the camera. I mean, you show me what, what y'all do around mm-hmm. sports. We could talk about sports. Okay. We can do that. Yeah. We got, we got a sports show. I have a sports show coming out that's Dictator, primarily on HBC. That's for another day. Did you just yawn? About <laughs> yeah. That? yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's nap time for Verdeo. Absolute <laughs> disrespect. It is. It is, y'all. Yeah, 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 that, y'all that, come to Vegas. We come to um, Summer League. So I'm trying to get mm-hmm. y'all. Anywho. Oh, my Lord, Lord. His name is Michael Blake. He's a Northwestern grad. Go wild, guys. I'll take a quick break. Come on. <laughs> I want to say a proclaimer, I, and I, he always would say disclaimer. 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 Bro, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. You understand what I'm saying? That's better than that's that's better than huffing. Yeah. 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 Wow. Than huffing. When is yeah. the fifty lambs are going to be on this network? I mean, hey, we, we, we let's, let's put it out there. I mean, y- 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 I don't you make deals, okay? <laughs> you didn't know it was going to make deals. You asked me about a deal during the commercial. <laughs> Sometimes things got to be put in front of the camera. I mean, you show me what what y'all do around mm-hmm. sports. We could talk about sports. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, we got we got a sports show. I have a sports show coming out that's dictator primarily on HBC. That's for another day. Did you just yawn? About yeah. That? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You know what she said? It's nap time for Verdeo. Absolute <laughs> disrespect. It is. It is, y'all. Yeah, 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 y'all that, that, come to Vegas. We come to um, Summer League. So I'm trying to get mm-hmm. y'all. Anywho. Oh, my Lord, Lord. <laughs> We thank you so much for tuning in today to the best team in radio. We appreciate you. Whatever you do, wherever you get started, we're glad you started with us. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace and God bless.